you know, lots of talk out there over the last couple of years about people being on the spectrum. The, the autism, Asperger's discussion, what causes autism, et cetera, et cetera, what have you. Um, and when I was a kid, in the 70s, I don't even remember hearing about autism too terribly much. It was a very rare thing, and I'd, I'd never, certainly didn't hear of Asperger's. Hell, they didn't even really have ADD yet. They didn't know, you know, they, <laughs> they didn't know half what they know now, and they don't know half what they think they know now, to be honest. But anyhow, I was an advanced kid. Very, very advanced educationally. They tried to, they, you know, the, the school district suggested on more than one occasion to skip me a grade or two. My parents, they didn't do it. They didn't think I'd be able to handle it socially. Wanted to keep me with my age group. Didn't want me to be the, you know, the weird kid. It was really already too late, <laughs> but they didn't know that. But um, I, I, looking at it, from, you know, from today's eyes... I think I was on the spectrum. Am currently on the spectrum. Uh, where I'm not sure, but I definitely fit a number of the the classic stereo stereotypical um, <laughs> patterns, if you will. Um, and so sometimes when I get to talking, and, and that was, you know, I, I guess when I was a kid, that was the thing that that, that showed up on every. Uh, on every report card. I mean, I was getting straight A's. But <laughs> I was a disruption because I was always talking. And unlike the other kids, I could talk and still hear the lesson and still pass my classes. So I could have that conversation with the kids in the back room making jokes and whatnot, but still be getting my notes down, still be getting straight A's. In fact, as school progressed, I had teachers that would literally be able to map out where I was sitting by whose grades were dropping because they were paying more attention to me than the teacher. So I think there's some Asperger's there. Like I said, I'm very intelligent. I focus really hard. I research like a like a madman. Um, you know... Most of my friends have at one time or another made the comment that I could, that I would slay Jeopardy and things like that. You know, I just, I was always that advanced intellectual kid. <clears throat> my saving grace was, I was also bigger and generally better than most of the kids my age and so I'm older. So uh, the bullies had come at me and eventually ended up asking for help with their homework because they knew they couldn't kick my ass. Because I was a pretty tough kid. Started wrestling at the age of six. So I was already martially trained to defend myself way before most kids my age. But anyway, the, my, my wife and I were talking about some of my social struggles as of late here in this little tiny town we live in. <coughs> and it's one of those things where I have failed to assimilate and badly. Um... And granted, this is a town of just about a thousand, maybe eleven hundred people. Predominantly, historically, a mining town, ranching town. 
And so generally fairly conservative, which I'm not. And normally I would be throwing my weight and my intellect around, making people look like idiots left and right. But I have children now. Children that have to interact with the children of my neighbors. Um, and I don't, I don't need my kids being ostracized because <laughs> the parents of their friends are intimidated or made angry by my intellect and sense of humor. And so I've really been become quite a shut-in. It hasn't been hard. I'm a stay-at-home dad for three kids. My wife's working full-time, so I'm staying home with the kids. So three kids will keep you home all the damn time anyway. <laughs> and they'll keep you too tired to do anything with any free time you might get but nap. So that hasn't helped. But there's also nothing to do in this little town. It's very religious. More churches than bars. In fact, there are no bars. And once they got the bars closed down, this is what I've learned about the history in the area, they pretty much changed the zoning so much that it's almost impossible to open a bar in this town. So, very, very regressive, conservative, that's not the way we do things. And yet, ironically, it's the first place I've lived where... Phenotypically, um, physical characteristics, blending in based on physical characteristics. This is the first community I've lived in where I could completely blend. It's a majority Hispanic American. Now, no, not not. It's not a uh, a new immigrant community. These are you know people of Mexican descent that have been here for generations, mining in this town for generations. In fact, just about everybody here in this town is related to each other, except me, my wife, and our kids. <laughs> We're the only ones not related to somebody in this town. This town is shrinking horribly. Nobody new is moving in. They closed the grade school last year. We're trying to get moved out of here, so <clears throat> it's a dead town. But, uh, yeah, so I've just, I just, I, I can't seem to make, a, make connections with anybody. I'm... Half of the people, I'm scared to talk about anything other than, well, anything. <laughs> Big Trump stickers on the back of their cars and University of Arizona stickers on their cars. And me, I'm a, I'm a uh, <laughs> fairly liberal, radical social justice warrior that's a diehard Oregon Duck fan, so... Ain't got no, we don't even have sports in common. I can't even talk sports with these folks. And God forbid we get on to a political topic or a religious topic. Just don't feel comfortable broaching them with them. Because most of them are fairly conservative. And if they're not conservative, they've been beat down so long in this town that They've got that, well, that's just the way it is. They told me, no, it ain't never going to change. Just kind of a defeatist attitude, like like they deserve the abuse and the neglect that this little town has gotten, both from its town leaders and from the county and from the state of Arizona. I mean, we're literally a forgotten little place. It's sad. But in a lot of ways, it's only the only people to blame are the people that fucking live here that haven't stepped up and fought. 
And so there's another reason. Most of these people are cowards. Their union for the miners has got to be the weakest union I've ever seen. They need to fire every officer and bring in a bunch of cholos from East L.A. to run their fucking union. They might get something done. But no, it's just the way it is. I got a good job, but I don't want to mess it up. Yeah, well, you could be a hell of a lot better job if you'd stand up for your rights. But no. Or maybe you could have a good job and somebody else could too. But no. That's just the way it is. Red Mexicans. I'm not making that up. It's a bumper sticker they keep on their cars. Red Mexican. So yeah, I don't have much in common with them. And again, as I was talking about the you know, possible Asperger's uh, quotient to, to my personality. And I am kind of a, I'm really giving it to you and I'm animated and I've got something to say. I ain't saying nothing. So I'm kind of, uh, it's not shy so much, but I'm very reserved unless it's a topic that I'm interested in. And then I'm going to take over and teach you something you didn't know. Because I'll die if I'm interested in it. I've read up on it, and the way I read, I've probably read more about it than you. Not being arrogant. It's not arrogance if you've backed it up a million fucking times. Okay? It's confidence. And it's the fact that I'm not bullshitting. You know? There are five, six, seven thousand books in my library, and I have donated at least half of the library I had. I don't quit reading. I get on the phone... I get on the computer, and this has been since day one of getting on the computer. Back in, I don't know, 1999, 2000, when the internet really became something viable and something you could do. Yeah, I wasn't looking for porn. I was looking for research and languages, scientific this, and political that. And I can remember numerous times where people were... I would let out, I would say, you know, I got too much stuff to do on the computer. I got too much research to do. I'm trying to find my family. I'm trying to find, you know, this, that, or the other thing. I don't have time for porn. I don't know how many times somebody looked at me and said, whoa, 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 Bubba, you need to make time for porn. <laughs> Which, they may be right. But the point is that that just wasn't my focus. That isn't my focus. My focus is gathering information, disseminating information, sharing information, finding the truth. And making sure people know it. And when people are convinced or taught something that is inaccurate, I feel a responsibility, if I know better, to point out, yeah, it's not actually the way it went. I'm getting better about it now. <laughs> Telling people stuff they didn't want to hear. <coughs> now at least I've gotten so jaded that now I, I gauge whether... I want to save them for the post-apocalypse. <laughs> Before I correct somebody's bad behavior or self-destructive behavior, I'm starting to look at them and go, would I be better off if they just went ahead and died anyway? Would my kids be better off? Would it be better for my kids if I just let that fucker drive off a cliff and not have any kids? Probably. And so now I don't care to convince or change minds anymore. I do want to put out information to help gird the loins of the people that are already in the fight. 
So they know they're not alone. So they know they're not the only ones fighting. But trying to change people's minds anymore? Yeah, no. Not really. These (laughs) anti-vaxxers? If you notice, most of them are white, Christian, conservative. Is it such a bad thing if they just fuck themselves out of existence? Yeah, I know, I know. We need a certain percentage to make sure they... The vaccines are, you know, are, are, are good. You got to got to have like a ninety-five percent rate of vaccinations or whatnot. But you know, I'm not fighting too hard to change their minds because, unfortunately, for them, <clears throat> they've reached the good riddance point. But so that's kind of where I've gotten to. And unfortunately, instead of being in a big city where I could find like-minded people, because there's a whole lot more people. Even if there are three or four like-minded people out here in this 1,000-man town, they're so afraid of being ostracized for their opinions that nobody's talking about it. Indeed, I'm guilty of the same thing. I don't care to have the discussion with people. I don't care if I change their minds, and so I'm just not talking about it anymore. Yep, go ahead. There's the ditch. Drive your ass right into it. But my wife had noticed something. She pointed it out yesterday. And I was so grateful that somebody else saw it. And it turns out she's been seeing it for a while. And it really bugs her. But, she, you know, she's, she sees it happen. And well, what it is is, I, you know, I'll, I'll finally, you know, we'll be at a baseball game or something. And kids, kids are playing ball. And parents are standing right there. And I'll try to strike up a conversation. And my wife just, she, she described it to me that she could just tell the minute I started talking to them that they weren't interested, they didn't care, and they weren't polite about it. They simply just walk away. They just walk away from you. You don't even get to finish the conversation. They don't make an excuse like, oh, hey, you know, I got to go. I'll talk to you later. And while we were talking about it, I realized that that's the important part. Okay, it's one thing. It, you know, I, I get it. You don't want to. You don't want to talk about the topic I'm talking about. But to treat me as a person that doesn't even deserve a hey, I gotta go. Hey, I'll talk to you later. Because I think the most painful thing about being walked away from or being sh- shined like that is the fact that you're left there foolishly finishing a sentence. And other people see you finishing the sentence for nobody. That they have literally physically made it very clear to everybody around that not only do they, you know, they don't want to hear from you and they think, you know, you're a piece of shit and you're not worthy of their attention. You don't deserve their respect. You don't deserve to be shown even a little bit of respect by them. And it's happened to me a lot out here. It's really, it's really annoying. <laughs> and again, if I didn't have kids, I'd be, I'd be practicing a little laying on a hand, a little bit of slapping upside the head when people were that kind of fucking rude. But instead, I have to stand there and just look embarrassed because I don't want to negatively affect my kids. 
you know, by beating up the dad of one of their friends for being rude. But, I'm really, you know, we've been here four years. I don't know nobody. Four fucking years. I don't know anybody. Granted, I'm picky, but fuck. It's insane. And part of it, I think, might have something to do with, again, this whole small town. Because, as I said earlier, my wife is working full-time, so I'm staying home with the kids. And she works at a local mini-mart. She works a night shift. And so all of these conservative Christian, do-gooder, God bless America, Catholic minors... For four years, for three years now, there's, you know, dozens of them flirt with my wife, hit on my wife, and it, it, it goes beyond the just cute ha-ha-ha, it, they're trying. She is unabashedly and very much married. She makes it very clear, wears a big ring, has made it very clear, tells them right, right up front, it doesn't stop them. They don't care. They keep making the moves. They keep pushing. They don't care. No respect at all. They're married. Okay? And they're still throwing it at a woman who's married and tells them she's happily married. These are folks, some of them, and granted they're probably drunk, but they go so far as to talk shit about me who they do not know. But they find out I'm not working. Well, he ain't got a job. Next thing you know, they're talking shit. They're actively trying to break up a marriage while they're still stuck in one of their own. Lots of people are doing this. And even more of them are thinking it. Because, yes, my wife is very pretty. She's blonde, blue-eyed, and again, I mentioned this town is a majority Hispanic. So she's the blondest, bluest-eyed little Weta in town. And I'm sure every one of them talks, thinks about, mm, I wouldn't mind getting me some white girl. You know, mm, that's cute. Oh, oh, I never see her husband. Oh, he must be a dick. No, 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 no. I bet I could steal that. And so I think, because with as many that are saying it, I know there are twice as many that are thinking it. And I'm starting to wonder if the reason I have trouble interacting with some of these parents of the kids is because many of these parents that seem to dog eye or look away from me, try to not make eye contact, these males, I think they're, the, they're some of the ones that are hitting on my wife. And part of the reason that they kind of dog ear me or dog eye me is because they don't know if I know. They don't know if my reaction is going to be to pop them in the mouth. You know, I, I, I think some of it is shame on their part. Some of it is they just don't like me. They're intimidated by me. But I think there's a bunch of them that have tried to throw their shit at my wife. And when they make the realization that, oh, that's, oh, that's the blunt. Oh, I hope he, she didn't tell him what I said kind of thing. So I'm pretty sure there's some of that there. The problem is, I don't know who. <laughs> I can't, I don't know these people. I don't know who they are. The other problem is they're all related to each other. This community's been here for a while, and these miners, it's been shrinking, not growing. So new people aren't moving in. We're probably the only new people that moved into the area in the last, you know, five, ten years. But 
So everybody's cousins around here. And so it's hard to talk shit about somebody that fucked you over, only to find out later you're talking to his cousin, and now his cousin won't talk to you. You know, know, because we've had our run-ins with some of the tweakers in the neighborhood. One of those guys that that keeps throwing it at my wife, lest you think I'm making it up, she's got a guy that, that, that has been arrested twice now and has court orders against him for stalking. And we had to fight the police to actually enforce the orders. Why? Oh, Albert's a good guy. He just, you know, he's just, you know, that's just Albert. No. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's a predator. But apparently it's okay out here. I mean, we literally we had to fight the cops. The cops actually tried to amend the order, which they can't do because it's not their order. It was the judge's order. But then they, they were trying to bully my wife into agreeing to amend the order. So... We got a good old boy, everybody's related kind of thing here. and That's what I'm dealing with. And again, because I haven't really put myself out there, I just I, I started doing when we first moved here and changed my mind. <laughs> I don't know the players very well. And yeah, when I talk about them throwing it at my wife, well, that's just another point that proves that, yes, indeed, they, they are doing this. Um, the confusing thing at Little League is figuring out whose parents are whose. Okay, because there's a whole lot of half-brethren and half-sister in, and no, that's my son, that's my stepson, my stepson lives with me, my son lives with my ex-girlfriend. Genealogy, this is one of the craziest places to try and figure out genealogy, that's for sure. And you look at the kids playing, and you can tell who's cousins and who isn't. You can go, oh, wow, I think those kids are related. And it is. It's, it's, there's a... You know, someday in the future, they, they, may, they may find a genetic founder effect right here in Mammoth. <laughs> Some weird genetic mutation that shows up as everybody here has it because everybody here is descended one way or another from this one guy who... <laughs> had this thing. But so yeah, I'm I'm not fitting in. And I think it's a combination, like I said, of their guilt, uh, their perversion, my uh my hermited uh Asperger's issues and, and yeah, a little bit of superiority on my part, you know, but fuck. It's hard. it's hard to soar like an eagle when you're surrounded by turkeys. And fucking hey, these ain't turkeys; these are roadrunners. And cuttlefish, <laughs> constantly trying to sneak in and, and bang somebody else's wife, put a baby in somebody else's net, nest. Who knew Catholicism and cuttlefishing were so copacetic? I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and I honestly think part of the reason I'm having as much trouble as I'm having is because a number of these 20, 30-somethings, they go through that Circle K every night on their way to work or on their way home, are coveting my wife and are afraid to make eye contact with me because of it. And I've learned over the years... 
that it doesn't do you any good to try and explain to people like that that you're not dangerous. That you're not a threat to them. That you can be friends, it's okay. Nope. You can't conquer fear. You can't conquer somebody else's fear. And you can't make them conquer it for themselves. And so when you find yourself in that position where people are intimidated by you and, and are going to lash out in fear because of it, you can't try to make amends and make it better. You've simply got to stay the fuck away from them. Because they are nothing but a danger to you. The scared and weak do nothing but backstab. That's all they're capable of doing. It's the only way they achieve victory. Is to wait till you turn and catch you in the kidneys. So the only way to deal with those people is keep them at arm reach so they can't reach the goddamn kidneys. So, yeah. Like I said, assimilation in this town has been the hardest for me. And yet, physically speaking, I look like I, I should be able to just blend in. Man, back in Oregon, I stuck out like a turd in a punch bowl. I couldn't hide anywhere. And yet I assimilated. And yet I was able to get along. I was found to be interesting and valuable and, and entertaining and, and worthwhile and an all-around good guy, even by white people. <laughs> but down here, they don't know what to do with me. Because I look like them, but I don't walk, talk, crack like them. And they don't know what to do with that. They're not used to it. Though ironically, I feel the most isolated in a place where the isolation, the reason for the isolation is the least obvious. Some of it, again, my own social miscues and social problems, my Asperger's and, and intellect that causes people to glaze over by about the third or fourth sentence on a topic, especially if it's a topic they don't care about. And I know that normally, but I'm not used to people glazing over the minute I walk up. That's a, not something I'm used to, and it's it's uh that's fucking painful. Really, uh, it definitely causes some self doubt. Makes me worry about what kind of attributes and and uh, grindstones around the neck that I'm giving my children. They're going to face the same kind of troubles with the same kind of people. And my children, because they are intellectually stimulated and pretty damn smart, are going to face the same kind of troubles when they're surrounded by dumb people. Instead of being looked at as somebody that can be helpful and useful, and are they going to be looked at as a deterrent, as something that needs to be destroyed because it's different and not understood? Yeah, it's painful to know that no matter what you have to offer, nobody cares to even find out. You're not related to them. You're not related to anybody out here, and therefore, you're not worthy of anything. It's uh, 
That was kind of crushing, really. Well, we seem like... Well, I just... Getting old's a bitch. <laughs> you know? Because at, at least before when I was big and a badass and it was obvious I was a big badass. You wouldn't disrespect me like that because you're afraid I might hit you. But now... Because their own fear is now, is no longer physical, it's just intellectual. <laughs> I can simply be disregarded. I mean, shit. Look what the Trump voters have done to science. Flat earthing is a thing, <laughs> anti vaxxing is a thing, and it's okay. Fake news, fake science. It's snowing, where's the global warming? The idea that that argument actually holds water with anybody just shows you how fucking moronic we've become. So, I guess... I guess I have to be ready for more of this, not less, because let's face it, the average IQ is going down in this country so yeah failure to assimilate that's my story here in Mammoth hope we get out of here soon hope I find some other eagles and get away from these fucking turkeys <laughs>